This is episode 495 on the 16th of March 2022 and the road to half a thousand episodes of the most stupendous talk show continues we are only 5 episodes away from doing something spectacular something special but what is not spectacular is the world cup game between india and england after receiving all the praise in the last match where they once again got away against a decent team and now they are against the defending champions england india find themselves at 7 for 93 after 26 and a half overs and at this point it will be a miracle if they can even reach 200 let alone 150 so 93 for 7 once again getting the batting order all wrong and that's the interesting part i read an article that when the captain decided to come in number 3 it was a good decision but once again it has turned out to be a poor call as the bowler bowls to the batter who defends and the score is 93 for 7 after 26.5 overs so what do you do in the situation the game is set match and done but in women's game you can never say if they can somehow scratch and crawl their way to 160 170 you never know what's going to happen 160 could be made to look like 300 that's the nature of this particular format in the women's game and in the junior world cup in a men's game if you are 93 for 7 you may as well say i am not going to bat further as the bowler bowls to the keeper who once again flattered libri gets it away but only for a single so after 27 overs 94 for 7 it's a very strange kind of a thing when it comes to the women's division even if they are 94 for 9 they'll say no we still have a chance to win but they got the batting order wrong once again all the appreciation in the last match where they got to 320 and all their excitement well that was a one match excitement and now they are 94 for 7 and that's how things are in this particular sport somehow you just have to deal with certain situations and if they lose then they will be in trouble as far as the world cup goes because you can presume that a team like australia has already qualified with four wins from four games all you need is one more game to win out of seven matches which means india has to be the likes of australia south africa and bangladesh if they have to win the next three matches and you can say we like to be put under pressure whatever be the sport we don't we don't want that because i don't like situations when teams say oh we are in this must win situation because i find that must win situation story to be superficial so that's the way things are as the number 9 batter comes to strike and you can see there'll be some kind of okay i can bat i can bat the next 140 balls it's not going to happen at best they'll get to 140 if they can and that's the way things are 140 
the other team will change in around 35 overs. That's the beauty of this particular sport. As once again, defense, so no runs, so 95 for 7. But what was interesting was how the day and night test match went between India and Sri Lanka. And of course, once again, they, the match was over in three days and if, if there was all appreciation, great future, the number three and number five who replaced the former number three and number five have done their job. They've auditioned well. All those nomenclatures started coming up. Well, there's a lot to happen. So I won't be excited about this 2-0 win. Of course, everyone is appreciative of the captain. He's on a roll. He's won 15 matches in a row or 14 matches in a row in his first time full-time captain as if there are things like part-time captaincy. I don't know how does that work. But ends the over, 28 gone, 7 for 96. While this game is not in the most stupendous position, what was relatively stupendous was the game between India and Sri Lanka. And then once again, it's just the kind of luck you need in these situations. It's just the luck. It's just the kind of things you need. So they won the match and now the focus will be on the most irritating of the national T20 domestic competition. I shall talk about that in the other, in the upcoming episodes in detail. But let's still talk about that in a manner that the focus will shift on that. And then, of course, the toughest competition. I don't agree with that. I think it's it may or may not be the toughest competition. But when it comes to certain discipline, it is the most indisciplined T20 competition because despite all the efforts by the organizers and the umpires, they never finish on time. And they love it. We don't want to finish on time. As the baller bowls, 28.2 overs, 96 for 7. The batter drives straight to mid-on. So, well, you can expect half if they can bat the next 135 balls or 129 balls in a miraculous manner and even score at three runs per over, somehow get to 160. Well, can they? You never know. Maybe they can. In the women's game, in the junior World Cup game, you can never tell what is happening. But I think some of the short selection by the batters and the batting position decided by the powers to be was questionable. Everyone appreciated a certain batter coming at number three, the captain herself, but it turned out to be a disastrous call. Of course, you beat West Indies who were winning their matches. So that puts their campaign on a roadblock. Here, once again, you win one, lose one, win one, lose one. What happens at the end of seven games? Will it be 3-4? Will it be 4-3? Will it be 5-2? Because you still have got a couple of tough games. And I had told and I had told you in the beginning, you may get away with teams like maybe our neighboring country and West Indies, whatever errors were made, and that team did not exploit or exploit those errors. But when you have teams like South Africa, England, New Zealand, and Australia, those were the games they had to work on because the other three teams you can still get away in manners which is 
you can still get away in that situation but you never know what may happen it's i won't be too optimistic about this because every time you're optimistic at 98 for 7 then everything goes haywire so let's not get too carried away at 98 for 7 but at 98 for 7 you know the game is done and dusted as far as the batting team goes as a fast bowler comes into bowl to the keeper once again you defend and you try and take a single the fact that they're going at 3 and a half runs per over itself becomes a huge deal so problem is obviously not the run rate because average run rate is always 3 and a half runs per over short selection definitely the england team who were, who were under pressure after losing their first three matches close matches they lost by close margins as this time once again defended they would know that they bowled first and they knew that india had its share of vulnerabilities whenever of course india have never been the favorites in any world cup men's division women's division hockey men and women so this performance blowing hot and cold was expected and as i said in the last match 14 were already in that contention so the question becomes australia qualifies who follows at best south africa if let's say australia and south africa qualify for for the semi finals what does that leave for the next two teams which two teams are buying for it i would say to some extent west indies would be buying for that spot the third spot between west indies up to some extent as the batter comes down the track and hits this ball away will this reach the boundary it will reach the boundary and the 100 comes up psychological 100 after they were 86 for 7 in fact it's a boundary so good short selection by the keeper and as i said if we presume that a team like australia and south africa are in that have already qualified for this particular tournament to the semi finals final is a long way to go what happens to the final two positions in this particular tournament then that leaves teams like new zealand west indies and i would even put india in that picture for the other two position which means things like net run rate points will come into the picture but if you win all your games net run rate is irrelevant as the batter drives straight to the fielder no runs so after 29.5 overs they are 7 for 102 and as i said if they can somehow somehow miraculously make their way up to 150 160 you never know what will happen as this ball is guided to third man ends the over 30 gone 7 for 103 women's division you can never predict and then we all know england has had, has had its issue while chasing scores and we have seen teams have been able to defend 160 170 in earlier matches so somehow they have to make their way 
So maybe once between 170 and 180, but that means the two batters there have to be sensible, don't have to play. As you often heard this term, rash shots, anything is possible at this point in time. I have seen enough matches to know that at 103-47, it's all but over for the team, but you never know what may happen. When if they make their way to 160 miraculously, which is a, which is a possibility, let's presume that because you can presume anything when we don't know what's going to happen. As the batter drives, no runs, so decent batting by the keeper. So they can get to 175. We have seen things happen. So let's see what happens as the third ball of the 31st over. Once again, the batter drives through the offside for a single. Decent batting for now, but they have a long way to go in this match. And the number nine batter is still a semi-all-rounder in this particular situation. So who knows what can happen right now. But of course, what they have to look at is their batting position. I think they got the batting position wrong in the last match. They got the batting position wrong in this match. And then all the highs of the previous match, the adrenaline was pumping. But they were against a team who know how to stop that momentum. They were the inner inertia needed as this ball has been smacked away for a boundary. So good short selection by the all-rounder Julian Goswami. So the score moves on to 7 for 108. And this will bring some cheer in the locker room. They know that another 40-45 runs and they have a chance. You never know. I've seen enough games when you are 86 for 7 and you have made your way to 108 for 7. You should have been bowled out by now. Who knows what can happen in these situations. You can't be creative enough in these storylines because you don't know what's going to happen. But what will definitely happen is that Four teams will make it to the semi-finals. A few teams have already been put on that pedestal every time. When, as I said in my last episode, when it comes to hockey and cricket, in the men's and women's game, even before the tournament starts, and if Australia is part of that tournament, whether it's the Commonwealth Games, the Asian Games, the World Cup Games, whatever it is, or the Olympics, and if they are in the tournament, you would always put them on that pedestal that, yes, they can do the job. And that's the most important part. As the batter defends and a quick single taken, will this be a run out? There's an appeal. But the umpire says the batter is through. Of course, in the hockey game, if it's at the international level, Olympics level, then teams like Netherlands, Germany, Italy, they also have a chance, but if it's at the Asian level, regional level, Commonwealth level, we all know what Commonwealth means in this situation. I'm not going to elaborate on that. If it's a Commonwealth game, Australia is a number one contender. If it's an Asian game, the teams like Malaysia, China, Japan, Korea are number one contenders. But saying that India has a chance will always say things like, yes, they are a good team. But they miss out on things like penalty corners, penalty strokes, or they're not able to convert the field goals because penalty corner 
while scoring through penalty corner is always advantageous in hockey you, your pedigree as a great player as this one has been smashed for a huge six so they continue to fight and the score moves on to 7 for 115 and of course this will bring some kind of relief in the locker room they know that they have gone to that score of over 100 and this partnership is putting the other team questioning their tactics at 86 for 7 you thought it's done but you can never know in this particular sport and especially when it's led by a 13 and a half year old as the single is taken i told you before in the junior game and in the women's game 1 to 10 everybody can bat everybody can bowl except of course for the keeper if this was a men's game and 86 for 7 you could say it's done but in a women's game you can never be sure of anything that's not the beauty that's just the the way this particular sport is handled it's handled in a completely different manner it's in its bubble of its own despite some rules and this one once again outside edge and when the luck goes your way it goes your way outside edge coming the batter comes down the track and this over is turning out to be the kind of over that was needed by the team 12 runs from it and you can see the locker room getting excited they know another 50 60 runs and they have a chance to defend this particular score and when the outside edges come when the other team starts to make errors everyone gets carried away won't be surprised if the batter gets out on this ball once again straight to the fielder 12 runs of it it's 7 for 120 and they will have a uh, drinks break so at 120 for 7 how do you look at this having watched enough sport i would say it's a 50 50 situation of course the team bowling they will have to reassess their plan and say we have they are at 120 we cannot allow them to go beyond a certain limit because then that makes us chase down a certain score and we have had close games and net run rate is going to have an impact on the entire tournament just as goal difference often has an impact in hockey and football but as i have been reiterating when you have australia in a tournament maybe not football but limited to hockey and cricket even before a tournament starts they are the favorites some sometimes they are not because we judge a team in cricket when they win those private tournaments if they are winning and winning and winning the private tournaments we say they are well prepared for the world cup if they lose the private tournaments we say they are in trouble and because the private tournaments does not yield points so it the impact is psychological and not mathematical when the winning and losing has an impact on the points table when if you win you get points if you lose you don't get points if you tie you get lowered points then it has an impact at the psychological and at a mathematical level so who knows what can happen in this game if somehow i'm just saying it in a practical manner not getting carried away by this situation if somehow they can make their way between 160 and 180 then even 3 and 1/2 runs per over can be made to look like 7 runs per over 
that's just the way it's all in the mindset it has nothing to do with anything else it's all in the mindset 180 is not a tough target in 50 overs in a men's game you stick a team to 180 and you can chase it down in matter of minutes but it doesn't work that way in a women's game and i've seen enough of them but you never know somehow things can just some things can just be miraculous we have seen in men's game 200 being defended so you never know what's on the card what's on the menu for the other team they have come with a plan and they have restricted a team to a certain score but the other team is saying we are not going to give up we are going to defend scores of 180 190 but it's still a long way to go 7 for 120 is the kind of things well it's better than most things in this particular situation so you never know what's going to happen and that's the beauty of the entire thing who knows at 87 for 7 you thought it's game set match and done but at this point you ought to be playing chess and not checkers as a single is not taken at this point you ought to be playing chess and not checkers so what can happen in the remaining 18 overs that depends on what are the plans of the fielding team it was a short break there must have been a message from the locker room do these things don't do these things there must have been message for the batting team continue to bat this way you have another 100 balls to go get to 5 to the over get to 200 and you never know what can happen and i've seen this enough number of times but at this point it's an equal situation as yes 121 for 7 you may see you may think the batting team is in and the bowling team is at an ascendancy but we have seen things happen this one cut away and cut away beautifully for a single so who knows what plans the two teams will come up with anything is possible in this particular story so let's hope that it's going to be a close game both teams need the win to stay alive in this competition england lose and they are knocked out india lose and well they will have to face the likes of australia and south africa who will not allow the team to even move an inch if they have reduced the team to 86 for 7 so that's the way things work so at three and a half runs per over somehow they can claw their way to 161 70 175 the batting team will think how in the world did we allow them to get to this so once again a single taken and a close call but quick single taken 33 gone 123 for 7 and let's do a couple more overs who knows what may happen here that's the beauty in these situations
the final over of tonight's discussion of this morning discussion, the 34th over with the team at 7th of 123. Looking to get to a score of around 200. That would be a miracle if they get if they can get to 200. You never know. As the border bowls, batter on the pads and chance of a run out and it's a close call, but I think the batter on the non-striking end may have made it through. It was a poor call from both ends. Of course, the young keeper was eager to get to the strike, but England seemed to be in that situation where they think they may have got the batter. It's a close situation. It's going to be a matter of inches here and let's see what the replays suggest. I think the batter has has the batter made it? Is the ball is the bat in the air? If the bat is, I think the bat may have just touched the ground when the stumps were broken. So it's going to be a close call for the umpire. It's going to be a tight decision for the umpire as the batter had dived full effort. But on the other angle, it seems as if the ball, the bat is in the air, not grounded. It may go in the favor of the. I think it's a matter of inches. I think the batter may have run herself out, may have run themselves out. So it was a poor calling. That it's a matter of a matter of inches. It can go either on the fielding side or on the batting side. And this time the video empire says you are gone. It was a matter of inches. As I said, you never know. You thought this partnership was looking good and you have a run out. Now, what do numbers 10 and 11 do? That will be the interesting part. So, good contribution for 33, but falling had to be better. So, at 123 for 8, all the hopes of getting to 170 are now slowly, slowly getting into where they are getting demolished. And there's no hope from number 10 and number 11. If you're batting at number 10, unless you never know, miracle is needed in these situations, but that's not going to happen. number 495 as the road to half a thousand episodes of the most pendant talk show continues. I will be back with episode number 496 on the 18th of March 2022.
evaluate for the next episode put these books in your must read book column once again put these books in your must read books column